Hey, welcome to a new episode of Before It All Starts Again. Again, I am your host Jason, and I have a fun episode planned this week. I'm going to give a recap of some stuff that's been going on throughout this past week, and then um, I have a fun topic. I'm, I'm not going into anything like really, I guess maybe discussion worthy, but I wanted to talk about um, my neighborhood growing up and some of the adventures we had. So, yeah. Um, let's do this. <laughs> uh, as always, uh, you know, if you ever want to critique, comment, question, um, reach out to me, you know, anything like that, you can always reach me at B, the number four, it all at yahoo.com. Or you can catch me on Twitter at B, the number four, it all one. And you can send me a DM. You can write on my wall. Um, you can use the hashtag B, the number four, it all. So, yeah, um, and, you know, you can catch me every Friday on the Talk Nerdy To Me Network and wherever you hear your favorite podcast. Um, you can also catch my friends Chris and Chris with the uh, Friends of Benefits podcast, and they broadcast live on Twitch every Tuesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, but they also... Um, air it out on Wednesdays as well so catch that and on Tuesdays you can always catch my other show Superhero Deep Dive wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and it's also on the Talk Nerdy To Me Network so this week has been pretty fun um it's been very eventful actually so you know that's that's good um I actually led a bible study this past Sunday and it was like a breakfast um fellowship that we had so that's always kind of a bigger deal because we have more people that show up for the breakfast ones. Um, you know, we, we make breakfast for people and everyone brings a dish. And, you know, we eat and then we, we do our Bible study. Um, I let it, I, I taught about kind of using your passion um, towards God. So that was fun. I got good reactions from it. Uh, I, apparently I talked a little too much about fishing. Um, that was one of the critiques I got. Um, but you know, I, I can't help it. It's, it's what I like. It's what I like to do. Um, let's see my, my wife and my son, they went out to a, to a church thing. It was a mother son Lego contest or something. And they went and they made little Lego things and they had, um, they served sandwiches and like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and cookies and stuff like that and muffins. And they had a good time. Um, Jubilee went with them to help because a couple of the parents, um, they have, you know, a son and a daughter and, you know, um, the church that we go, go to sometimes has a lot of doctors and doctors don't always have the most staple of schedules you know if they're working doing shifts at hospitals and stuff so they would bring the daughters in and jubilee helped um keep a couple of the daughters you know occupied while they were doing their thing so it was it was a lot of fun i got to spend some time just on my own so i played video games um unfortunately i am not a big gamer anymore i used to be but um i'm not i just I don't have time for it anymore. Like I'll try to start playing and then, you know, video games are definitely a magnet for children. 
so as I would start to play, then the kids would come around and they'd know, what are you doing? What, you should do this. You should do this. And why don't you move over here? Why don't you do this? And you're like, cause I'm, it's not time to do that yet. I don't want to, I know what I'm doing. So, you know, it's like that. But, um, so I don't really play a lot of video games. Um, the only game I actually play on the Xbox is, is a fishing game. Um, and that's just because, you know, we're a one car household. So if my wife takes the, the van out, I'm, I'm stuck at home. So if I want to go fishing, I'll go on the video game. But um, that happened. So that was fun. Um, this past weekend, I actually got a kayak. I'm really excited about it. Uh, now, we had been searching um, through different kayaks and stuff. We looked on like Facebook Marketplace one of the things that I was concerned about was um, just the wear and tear on the bottom, you know, and I didn't want to go talking to people about kayaks and then, you know, going to going to look at it to buy it and then it'd be super scuffed up on the bottom. Um, you know, I'm, I'm new to it all. So, you know, uh, I'd rather I'd rather have a new one um, that is in really good shape i can put like a protector on the bottom at some point um but you know yeah i'd rather do that and you know with since the whole um covid thing since the whole pandemic a lot of people have been going out more lately so even used kayaks are just as expensive as new ones um so if you, i'm sorry guys but if you if you want to buy a kayak just go ahead and buy new because I guarantee you the price is either the same or it's cheaper to buy it new. So do that. But um, my wife and I, we thought we were buying a two-person kayak because they had them at Sam's Club at one point and they were under $200. So we were going to do that and then I found ways to modify it to be like a fishing kayak where I could add rod, um, fishing rod holders, I could add storage um, and stuff like that. You know and a place to put an anchor and things um so we went and we we bought it and as we're loading it up we realized that they ran out of the two-person kayaks and i bought a one-person kayak and my wife was okay with it because she's like you know it, it'd be cool to have a two-person kayak but at the same time you're going to be going out on it more um you wanted one for fishing so this is this is what we're, we'll just do it so i got a one-person kayak um, for under $200, it, it looks great. Um, I had to buy some things for it. Like I had to buy, um, rod holders to mount in it. Um, some extra handles cause it has a handle on the front and the back, but it doesn't have a handle on the side. And when it's one person carrying the kayak, the side handles work really, really well. Um, I bought an anchor for it and like, you know, the ankle anchor cleats so you can tie up the anchor. Um, I bought some tethers for the paddle and, you know, for my fishing rods that way, if like, say I flip the kayak, um, everything is still attached. It won't, I can retrieve everything. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about it. I, I'm I have stuff slowly coming in. Um, I got a new seat for it as well. Stuff should be in Friday and probably over the weekend, maybe Monday at the latest. 
but I, I'm really excited because the weather's starting to turn nice and I'm hoping it stays nice so I can go and get out on the lake, get out in the reservoir and and fish and do what I want to do. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Uh, my wife is more of the, the quote unquote handyman or handy person, handy capable. I, I don't know. I don't know what the term is, but she, she fixes more stuff around the house than I do. So she's going to help me, um, install the stuff. We got some like sealant, uh, like, you know, the silicone sealant. Um, so when I install things, you know, we can, we can make sure it's airtight or watertight and, I'm, I'm really looking forward to just doing it. And I'm really looking forward to sharing some adventures with you guys. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, I had, I had Wednesday off, which was, which was good. Um, we made eye appointments because what's funny is that, you know, um, my family and I, we, we don't have health insurance and it's mainly because health insurance is really, really expensive um, we want to get health insurance at some point, um, but you know, right now we have the extra house. We got we're getting it fixed up. We're working on that, and when that sells, then the money that was going towards that mortgage payment will probably put towards insurance. But um, we don't have health insurance right now, which is fine because you know we we don't get sick very often, and when we when like my son got hurt. Um, he, he hurt his arm. He broke his arm um, a little over a year ago. And we were able to take care of it with money from savings. You know, and it was actually, you know, with the deductibles and stuff they have, it really just, we, we would have we still paid almost as much as we did. You know, so it, it wasn't much of a difference, only we didn't have the insurance bill to take care of. So it's, it's really weird. Um, but... You know, we're, we're going to be looking more into that um, after the house gets sold and stuff like that. But um, we do have dental and we have vision insurance because those get really pricey, like really fast, and they're very inexpensive. So putting a couple bucks from each paycheck, you know, it's, it's really not a lot. And um, it turns out that my eyes, my astigmatism... Has gotten worse but my vision has gotten slightly better which is just weird I don't I don't quite understand how they explained it but I'm just I just nodded um I nodded my head and I'm keeping the same like frames that I have but they're giving me new lenses um, to update the prescription which was much cheaper and I even get transition lenses which is awesome because I've always thought they were they're pretty cool because you know one of the worst things if you if you wear glasses one of the worst things is always trying to switch them out for sunglasses um you may be in a you may be in a place where like you're riding with a friend so you don't have your sunglasses on you because you keep them in the car or you know just stuff like that you know um and if you wear contacts like i have contacts and i, I don't wear them too often but i i do wear them from time to time you know, if you don't get a lot of sleep the night before, if you don't get enough sleep and your eyes feel poofy, um, you just don't want to put in your contacts. You know, it's, it's just stuff like that. So um, it's all working out for the best. My my wife got a pair of glasses and she also got a pair of prescription sunglasses because she did not want to do the transition lenses, 
Which is fine. Because, um, you know, she's she's like, I mainly would do it for the car. So, I was looking at it like, man, I can go out on the lake. And if I'm not wearing my contacts and sunglasses, I'll have my glasses. So, that's awesome. And um, I'm going to end up needing to buy some, like, the the eyeglass holders or whatever, you know, to that hook on the end of the ears and that way if something were to happen I can keep my glasses. Um, it turns out my son's vision actually got a little bit better this time around and he doesn't need his glasses anymore. But they said that he's got a slight astigmatism and when he gets like around puberty age, um, we're gonna need to we're gonna need to check him again because that's probably when the astigmatism, like when he starts getting those big growth spurts and, you know, and those changes start happening um, and he gets weird tingles, his eyes are going to probably explode and his astigmatism <laughs> will get worse or something. I don't know. I don't know. The doctor was really cool and she kind of joked about everything. So it was hard to, it was hard to hold on to everything she was saying. Um, and it turns out my, my daughter has never really complained about vision problems. Um, she's got a slight vision issue, so she'll, she's getting glasses. Um, and it's mainly like, you know, if she's, she's like, let's see, I am nearsighted. She's farsighted. So she just turned into the black sheep of everything. You know, she had to be opposite of everything. Um... But it turns out, like, you know, as she gets, like, as it gets later in the day, you know, her vision starts to blur. She gets a little bit of a headache. Um, and, it, you know, and that could probably lead to why sometimes it's really hard for her to finish her school stuff. It's because her eyes are getting really tired. So we're getting that taken care of. Everyone should have new eyeballs in a couple weeks. So we're looking forward to that. Um... I made awesome cheesesteaks tonight, so that was fun. Um, I'll have to talk about some of those adventures when I used to work at a cheesesteak shop. <laughs> Maybe that'll be next week's. Um, but yeah, but that's really it. Uh, work is going well. It's keeping busy. Um, because I was off yesterday, I couldn't do any of the overtime that's been offered this week, and they just offered like a bunch for tomorrow and Saturday and... Um, you know, they, they have a rule, like if you have PTO, if you have a day off, you can't do overtime because, you know, you can't get paid time and a half if you're not physically working those 40 hours. So, you know, um, so they, they have a hard time with stuff like PTO days or, you know, days off or if you have like a holiday um, where you're not in the office, you're not physically working, they, they can't, their system doesn't like you working overtime. They can, they can finagle it if they have to, but they, they really don't like to. So, oh well. Oh well. Um, I'll just, I wish, I wish it was, I wish I had my kayak stuff ready because then I could go out on the water with it. But, you know, it, that'll come. That'll come in time. Uh, but yeah. But let me tell you guys about where I grew up because I got a, I got an email over the weekend and... Someone said they, they really enjoyed um, hearing some of my stories but when I was really young. And they wanted to know, you know, about the area I grew up in. So, I grew up in an area, um, it was 
just south of Richmond, Virginia. Um, my high school was really small, I guess. It was about like 400, 500 people. So, um, you know, a lot of people's graduating classes are that size. Um, and I think the high school now has grown. So, you know, that's not the case anymore. But I grew up in a really small town. Um, and, like, my neighborhood was not uh, in, like, close to many things, I like, get relatively speaking. Like, there were some kids that grew up closer to, like, the town area. Um, but, but mine was not, um, mine was kind of off in the distance. And so, um, I'm going to paint a picture. Like if you're on one of the main roads in my area and you turn into my neighborhood, you have this one main street that goes, you know, across the top. Um, so that's, that's that road. We'll just say that's top road or top street. Um, as you come in, you have you have Street A, which goes down, and then you have like a, a side street on the that'll make like a left, but um, but Street A will go down just a little bit farther. So um, maybe that's like maybe half a mile, maybe three quarters of I think maybe three quarters of a mile total. Um, the side street's about maybe a quarter mile or so. And then you have Street B, which is the road that I grew up on. Um, and that one's like maybe half a mile. Half a mile down. So, um, you know, and that had houses. Um, street A and Street B had houses on both sides of the road. Um, and then you had Street C, which was kind of off in the distance. Um, there weren't any side streets. It was just an extra road in the neighborhood but it wasn't connected by anything except that top street. And that one was um, maybe about a mile and a quarter, I think, or maybe a mile and a half. It was a long road. Um, that road only had houses on one side, and that was the one that faced B Street. Um, like, like their houses bordered, um, like their backyards at, connected to the backyards of the ones on B street on the street I lived on. So, so, you know, if you looked at it from an aerial perspective, it kind of looked like a P and a one or something. So, you know, um, on, on the C street on the really long one, you know, there were woods all along the other side of the road that didn't have the houses. They were all wooded areas. And, um, at the end of the street was like this little cul-de-sac, um, and it had a farmhouse on one side and then the other side had this house and they had a pond and it was called Andrew's Pond. Um, Mr. Andrews, he was nice. He let, he let us go fishing there when we were young. Um, he said just, you know, just if you get hurt, it's on you, but yeah, just, and don't make a mess. Don't make a mess in, in my, in my yard, just whatever. So, you know, that was cool because um, we we would. We'd go fishing there. Um, a f neighbor kid, a friend of mine growing up named Nelson would take us fishing down there. In fact, he taught me, um, at least to my memory, my first fisherman's knot. And I remembered it when I started fishing t 
two decades later um, with my son. Or actually over two decades, about 25 years later. So so thank you, Nelson. If you're listening to this, or if anyone knows Nelson, um, thank you, Nelson. I, I appreciate it. And the, some of the stuff you've taught me, I have taught my son. And it's been invaluable. Um, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, so we had that. Um, and my neighborhood, uh, or where my house was, it was kind of like close to the end of the B Street. Um, but beside my house was a, on, on one of the sides of my house, was a wooded lot. Um, and these are, I think, about half an acre lots. Um, so, so it was a wooded lot, which was cool. Because in the middle of that lot, they had a big tree that had upturned. Um, so, you know, there was this big hole in there and the roots were kind of sticking out and we would use it as a fort. Um, directly across the street from me was an empty lot, but it was, and it was pretty flat. It was pretty flat and level. There was a couple dips here and there, but for the most part, it was flat and level. Um... And right beside that vacant lot, which didn't have a house on it, it was just a flat level piece of land. Um, I had some neighbors and the, the father was a minister and he, they, he had a daughter, but they also adopted four other kids. So they had five kids in that family. Um, three girls, two boys. The two boys, they were two years older than me, um, and we would constantly play. Um, and uh, on the other side of side of the wooded lot was another guy uh, named Brian. And you know, so it was it was Brian, myself, um, Adam, Jimmy, Nelson, and then a couple other kids that were scattered throughout the neighborhood. Um, we had a guy named Chris. He would come over, uh, you know, so, I mean, we had like seven, eight of us at a time, you know, playing. It was, it was great. Uh, you know, the, the neighborhood was really, really quiet to the point where I always joked about how you could take a nap in the middle of the street and not worry about getting hit. Um, cause it was, it was, it was a really quiet neighborhood. You know, we didn't have, we didn't have a lot of traffic outside of the neighborhood, um, there weren't businesses around us really. So, you know, it was kind of out in nowhere. We actually had tobacco farms around us, um, outside of our neighborhood. Cause that's just where we grew up. Um, you know, so it was, it was relatively quiet all the time. When, um, in the vacant lot, we would, we would play baseball and football all the time, all the time. Um, in fact, like, you couldn't you couldn't say come in when the street lights come on because our neighborhood didn't have street lights at the time, um, when I was growing up, because it was just it was just that kind of out in nowhere. Um, basically, we we had to come in when it was too dark to see the baseball and the bats would come out and try to attack the baseball. <laughs> um, if you know if we were throwing it up in the air or something, so. And that's that's when we knew it was time to go in the house, uh, but we would we'd play baseball, we'd play football all the time. I was not athletic. I was always the last one picked on a team. I was always the um, 
I was never the one to make the plays. I mean, I could, I could, I, I was all right, but I was never, I was, I was never the best. Never, ever, ever, ever. Um, but you know, that, that is what it is. <laughs> it just, it is what it is. Uh, let's see with the, with the wooded areas though, we play hide and go seek. We play guns. Um, you know, where you play guns and if, so, if you got shot or something, you know, and it was always imaginary bullets and stuff, you know, we never, cause we couldn't do nerf or anything back then. They didn't really have that, but, um, I mean, they had them and they just, we weren't using them. Um, if you, if you got shot, you had to basically like count to 20 or something, I think. And, and then you could start over again. Um, you, you know, you were dead for a certain amount of time. So, you know, there's, there's stuff like that. Um, or we play in teams to where, you know, if you got shot you were out and you had to go to like a certain checkpoint and then, you know, we see whose team won. So that was always fun. Uh, we would, we would play that, you know, throughout the whole neighborhood, uh, in the, in the C street, the one that had the pond at the end, um, you know, that had so many woods. It actually had like an old, it looked like an old stable or something. Maybe it wasn't a barn, but it was this old, um, I, I really don't know how else to ex describe it except like maybe like a, a stable or, or something, but it was, it was really old. Um, and we had that, and that was cool because we would, we would put stuff there, um, you know, and basically it was like our own little clubhouse kind of thing, even though, you know, we were the only kids in the neighborhood, but, <laughs> um, it was, it was just awesome. We got, we always got to, we always had something to do at the time, you know, we could, we could wander around for hours in hours and you know we we always had to worry about ticks so we learned to check ourselves really quick um for that you know at the end of the day but yeah um i want to how is how are your neighborhoods like where did you grow up in uh let me know let me know shoot me an email be the number four it all one or be the number four it all at yahoo.com or let me know on twitter at be the number four it all one um, you know, did you, did you live in more of a city or town area where there are places to go? I had some friends that lived in like the main town area, you know, where it, they walked for five minutes and then they could actually go to like a grocery store. They could, they could go places. Um, my grandma lived in a neighborhood behind a main street of like a city, you know, and we were always told not to go ride our bikes up there when we visited because people could take the bikes. Um, but we would go up there and try to hide the bikes and get like now and laters or something because you could get them for like five cents at the time. Um, you know, it's just, just fun stuff like that. And then we try to hide it. But as if, if you ever had now and laters, um, you know, that it would turn your col your tongue certain color so you either got caught with that or you, um, you tried to wipe off your tongue on your shirt and then you had like these weird stains on your shirt from the noun later. So it never worked out in your favor. 
but it was always a lot of fun. Um, but you know, it's just it's just one of those things that it was it was always cool growing up, and I guess it seemed kind of sheltered because I hear a lot of people talk about like some of the stuff they got into uh, as kids, and and to me it never even computed because where I lived, um, those were never options. I guess like the worst part, the worst thing we could do was, um. And get in a fight or something with one of the other neighbor kids, we one of us would get beat up, and then you know, the next day we're all playing again. I mean, it's really it really was that, or you know, we're riding our bikes and trying to jump over tree stumps. And um, like one time I, I got really hurt doing that. Um, I used to have a scar on my chest from it, but I, I think my chest hair over grew over it. So it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> but, um, you know, we had that and I mean, it was n- nothing ever big. I think the worst thing that ever happened to me was I was using an electric hedge trimmer one time and, um, I chopped off a tip of my finger, but it wasn't all the way off. And instead of going to the hospital, we, I wrapped it up really well. And, by the time my parent, I told my parents, because, you know, I kind of avoided them that day or hit it. And, you know, um, I told my parents late late that evening when it was too late to do anything. And my mom looked at it and she's like, okay, we're going to the doctor like tomorrow or something. And we went and the doctor looked and goes, well, it's healed up enough now to where, you know, it's not, we, we would have put stitches in it at first, but he wrapped it up really tight and it's, it's just kind of doing its thing. So we can let it go with that. And, you know, so we bandaged it up and I have a little scar. I mean, you can't, you can't tell, like you have to really look for it to see it, but, um, but yeah, um, I don't really think I've ever used an electric catch trimmer since then, <laughs> but, um, cause you know, you don't want to, be reminded of the time you chopped off the end of your finger, but it is what it is. You know, it's, it's all cool. It's all cool. Um, but yeah, what stuff did you have growing up? Like, I would love to hear some of your growing up stories. So let me know, shoot me a message. Um, we'll, we'll talk about it another time on the show and we'll kind of go back and forth with that. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to exit out now. Everyone, be safe, be happy, be blessed, be smart. And if you're not smart, don't get caught. Um, But yeah, I will see you guys next week. And hopefully there'll be more stories before it all starts again. Again. Bye-bye.